So what's good everybody, Eric here, Game of Puffs, back at you with another episode of the Game of Puffs podcast. Thank you guys for listening in, tuning in. Uh, so, E3 is coming on. Uh, I want to do a more in-depth critique of E3. Uh, possibly a video that we're, that I will upload to the to the YouTube channel, Game of Puffs podcast. Uh, but I, I kind of want to put something out there uh, just for the normal podcast. It's kind of like quick thoughts about E3. So I've had some time to think about it, uh, you know, kind of go over my mixed emotions I've had about the conference, and overall this year, I want to say it's a letdown. I, I really do. If, if you go into E3 thinking, well, we're going in knowing you're going to see what you expect to see, it probably would have been a letdown. But no one goes into E3 with that mindset. You go into E3 thinking. You know, we're going to see some cool shit. Uh, we're going to see some things we, we weren't expecting. Uh, all these rumors we've been hearing all year, they're going to come to fruition. You know, we're, we're wanting our minds to be blown. So, that definitely didn't happen this year. I mean, we saw some really cool things that made me go, wow, I can't believe that. Uh, one of the biggest things, this may surprise you, but uh, Tales of Vesperia is one of my favorite games of all time. It would, I would put it in my top 10 favorite games I've ever played for me personally. So, I know I, I had read it somewhere that they were, uh, that there was like the possibility of a remaster, uh, like the Japanese website for the remaster leaked online or something. But seeing the trailer and seeing it uh, at like a surprise trailer for it at E3 during Microsoft's. Uh, press conference, no less. It, it was an extreme surprise to me. Um, probably one of my biggest surprises of the show. Another surprise, Resident Evil 2. Oh my God, Resident Evil 2. I was already going to uh, buy a PlayStation 4. I've already had one, but I sold it. A uh, little backstory on that. I had one when there were no games on it, like or no games that I want to play on it. But I had no exclusives. I had an Xbox and a PlayStation 4. And there just weren't any exclusives on it at that time uh, that I really wanted. I mean, I mean, when I, back when I had it a couple years ago, the only game I was really, really wanted to get on it that was exclusive was No Man's Sky, and that turned out to be—we all know what No Man's Sky turned out to be. But I was already going to get it for Spider-Man, but Resident Evil Two. And this isn't even exclusive, so I'm not even sure why. I just kind of pin it together because it, it was... This, I don't think it's an exclusive. I don't think it's a timed exclusive. I'm not sure. I have to look into that. But they showed it during the, uh, the, the PlayStation conference. So it might be a timed exclusive. But the extra footage, if I wasn't already sold on it, the extra footage they showed of Spider-Man, the, the game looks really cool to me. It does have kind of like a... Uh, a uh, Arkham Asylum feel to it, which I don't think is bad at all, because honestly, Arkham Asylum I think could fit with a few different superheroes. Uh, but yeah, I think the Spider-Man game uh, it looks like it's in good hands. From what I've seen of it, it looks amazing, and I will be buying a PlayStation to buy that thing or to play that thing. But yeah, I mean, Resident Evil Two was a good surprise. <sighs> Tales of Hesperia was a good surprise. I mean, 
I honestly can't think of anything else that was like, oh man, I can't believe, you know, because you knew you knew Microsoft was going to announce Halo, you knew Microsoft was going to announce another Gears of War. They had to. I mean, those are those those are their two biggest franchises, and they don't really have anything else in the pipeline coming out anytime soon. Like, yeah, there's rumors of a new Fable and things like that, but that's ways off. For PlayStation, I mean, they had. The Last of Us, and we already knew they were going to show that. And, you know, they got Days Gone, the things like that they've already shown in previous years, but there weren't, there weren't many surprises. Now, there is a game that's escaping my mind, and I'm sorry that I can't remember the name of it, but it was one of the games on PlayStation 4 uh, with a uh, Feudal Japan setting, and it had like a samurai. That game was pretty pretty cool. I won't say, I won't, I won't say that I was surprised to see it or anything like that, but it, it was cool to see something different that looked promising, that, that looked like it, it would be worth a playthrough. Now, overall, you know, I don't, you know, how people love to like compare the press conferences and grade the press conferences. I think, at all the press conferences, I enjoyed Microsoft the most. Going into it, I was thinking Microsoft was going to be. Hit or miss. They, they, I knew what they needed to do. At least in my opinion, what they needed to do. I just wasn't sure if they knew what they needed to do, and they did. They needed to come out with games. They needed to announce games, not necessarily just exclusive titles, but they just needed to announce some games and a wide variety of games too. It looks like Japanese developers are, are, at least for now, on board with Xbox with things like Tell Them Spare, uh, uh, Jump Force. You know, and other things like all the Dragon Ball Z games. Like the, uh, I think the One Piece game is coming out for Xbox too. <laughs> yeah, it, it just seems like there's a lot of more uh, Japanese backing for Xbox at least, yeah, at least for now. <laughs> you know, they they announced they announced what they needed to announce, and then uh, you know they announced other things. And for PlayStation, to see a PlayStation was like, this is the stuff we showed you last year. We're just going to show you more of those things, and like I said, they did. They did. did announce more. You know, like the Resident Evil Two was cool, and there was things that they announced. But this is just my overall feel. The press conferences, they didn't have a lot of surprises. Like I remember, part two years ago, uh, somebody had a really good press conference. Whenever they first announced like the Final Fantasy VII remake, you know, that was a really good press conference. Uh, Microsoft, I don't think they've really ever had a really good press conference, but this year, obviously, this is their best one in a few years, if not the best one they've had. For Nintendo, it's kind of hard to grade Nintendo because Nintendo has their Nintendo Directs that they do. So just because they didn't show anything for the E3 Nintendo Direct doesn't mean that, you know, sometime in July, they won't have another Nintendo Direct or their online service is going to have their kickoff in September. Most likely, there'll be a Nintendo Direct in September, you know? So, they kind of walk to the beat of their own drum in regards to when they're going to spill the beans on things or unfill whatever they have working because we know they have things working. We know Metro Prime 4, you know, we, we know they're probably working on another Zelda game. We know that uh, you know, Retro is working on something. You know, it, we know those things. You know, it, 
So they didn't show us. They really didn't show us any surprises. I mean, there were some really cool third-party games that I'm really glad to see that are all on the Switch. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, you know. I was glad to see a, a closer look at Fire Emblem. Uh, you know, games like that. And obviously, uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is probably going to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest game of this year. When you think about all the other games that are coming out this, this holiday season, it's probably going to be the top-selling game. And it's an ambitious game. You know, every single fighter ever in a Smash Brothers game including some new ones. So, I know they had a really long, in-depth look at it during E3, but I don't think we're done seeing the new stuff that they've added to the game. There's really no reason to spill the means all at once if they can drag it out. And we know it's Nintendo they're going to drag it out. So, I'd give their, their conference a C. I'd give Sony a C. I'd give Microsoft a B. Uh, a lot of their exclusives were timed exclusives, but they still showed some exclusives. And then, of course, Nintendo, they have their either Nintendo Directs that they do, so they didn't show anything now, but that doesn't mean they don't have anything to show. I still got to give them a C for the conference. C, C minus. And then, I'd probably give Nintendo a C, give Sony a C minus, because Sony just didn't show me anything I cared about. Resident Evil 2 obviously, and then Spider-Man, but I already knew I didn't need to watch E3 to know I cared about Spider-Man, and then obviously Resident Evil 2, and I'm pretty sure there are things that I just can't remember, obviously, you know, E3 was three weeks ago, so I can't remember every single game that then out, but, you know, I just figured that it's getting kind of far away from when E3 happened that I needed to kind of come out and, you know, speak my piece of what I thought about it. Um, how this changes the landscape of the game industry going through you know, through the end of 2018, I'm not sure that it does. Uh, I think that it's going to be status quo. The the, the Switch is still going to sell like hotcakes, and it was probably going to do that with or without uh, Smash Brothers, but with Smash Brothers, I mean, there's, it's going to sell like, I hate the term, but it's going to sell like gangbusters. I've always hated that phrase, but it's going to sell shit tons, pretty much. Like, let's just face it, this game is going to sell so many copies, it's not even funny. And they're going to move so many Switch systems. It's going to be ridiculous. I, I, honestly, I'm anticipating this to be like the Wii all over again as far as keeping these things on the shelf and just how many people are wanting them in the holiday season. But uh, other than that, I mean, that's pretty much my thoughts on E3 uh, games. I'm looking forward to for this year. I'm obviously looking forward to Super Smash Brothers. Uh, I am looking forward to the new Call of Duty. Um, that's really the only first-person shoot I care about. I'm definitely looking forward to Fallout 76. My God, Fallout 76. Can't wait for it. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Block Ops 4, Fallout 76, Super Smash Brothers. Um, that's... Oh, Assassin's Creed. Wow. Time out, Assassin's Creed. Ubisoft had a really good press conference, too. But I wanted to limit it to the, to the big three consoles and not like dive into like how specific uh, developers and publishers did. But Ubisoft had a really good conference too. I love the way that the new Assassin's Creed looks. I know it's it's kind of like this Assassin's Creed is like I kind of want to say like how Black Flag was to 
Assassin's Creed 3, like where it's not like it's part I don't I don't want to say that. Cause I don't know I don't know yet. Cause see, like Black Flag just seemed kinda of like a set screw three point five. It didn't really seem like an uh they just kinda of took the mechanics from from Set Screw three and kinda of just made another story with a different character. But this actually looks like they've had they they've changed some 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 gaming elements, adding the RPG aspects to the game. So I'm not gonna say that. I I, I mean, for this to only be a year removed from Assassin's Creed Origins, I mean, looking back on it, uh, from what I've seen in the, during the press conference, they have added a, a substantial amount to the gameplay. And for a person that loves Assassin's Creed as much as I have, I since Unity, I've kind of fallen off. Uh, Syndicate was free on Xbox Live, so I got it to end. I actually liked it, but I just have so much other stuff that I'm playing. Excuse me. That I haven't really got to go back into it. But, um... Yeah, I haven't yet to play Origins yet either, which I'm, I just, I don't know. It's just hard to bounce around between, like, you know, my Switch and my Xbox One and all the other stuff that I'm doing. And then it's going to be even worse when I get my 3DS fixed and then, like, when I get my PlayStation 4 and just, yeah, forget about when the new Pokemon game comes out, but... And I'm talking about the one that's coming out next year, not the, not not the ones that are coming out this year, um, the whatever they're called, the Hey You Pikachu's or whatever they're called, or yeah, I don't know, but yeah, Assassin's Creed, uh, looks amazing. That's definitely going to be a game that I get. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening. Really do appreciate it. Uh, this is pretty much me just getting thoughts off my head that I've been that I've had you know, rumbling around in there for a while, so I kind of just want to get that out. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, like and subscribe if you haven't already. I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, podcasts can be listened to on Spotify now, as well as Google Play under Google under uh, Gaming Plus Podcast. We also have our YouTube channel uh, where we're posting other content on there as well. Also under Gaming Plus Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Gaming Plus 2, and then obviously on Facebook at Gaming Plus. But um, wherever you guys can reach out to us, let me know what you guys thought about E3. What are some games? What are some games looking forward towards uh, for this year? What are some games looking forward to in the future? You know, uh, let me know because I, I I love to know and I will reply. So thank you guys again, and we will catch you guys later.